Hello, I'm Doug Martin. And I'm Tasha Martin. Together, we share the joy of personal relationship with Jesus, marriage, children, and serving Vision Church in Lake Worth as pastors. Well, as the worship leader, I just want to invite you to come and worship with us. Well, something special happens when you come into the presence of God and His people in worship. As the lead pastor, I want to invite you to a very friendly and warm church that has a vision that it wants to share with everyone, seeing Jesus for us, in us, and through us. We're glad that you've decided to listen to our podcast, and I hope that if you're close enough to visit, you'll come by at 9.45 a.m. on Sunday morning, and after the service, say hello to us in the foyer. We would love to meet you. You can also connect with us at visionchurch.ag, on Facebook at agvisionchurch.ag, and on YouTube by searching for Vision Church Assembly of God. Here's my husband, Doug, preaching a message from Sunday. Hello, Vision Church. This is an exciting opportunity we have as a church, something I believe that the Lord spoke into my spirit several months ago, and I was just waiting. What? How's this going to work? What's this going to look like? And certainly over a process of prayer and waiting upon the Lord and waiting for the timing, it's finally gotten here. And that is, it's an opportunity for you as a congregation to share your story with the rest of the congregation. This is going to be several weeks of Vision Church ministering to Vision Church, the people of Vision Church, because this is a time of, this is my story. Now this morning, we get to hear something that we've never had a chance to know before. We haven't had the opportunity to hear about this. We get to hear the story of David and Annabelle Wilson. So let's focus in and let the Lord speak to our heart as we hear them share with us something along the lines of this is my story. All right, here we are, and we have a very special occasion tonight. We're continuing to discover this is my story, and part of that adventure is to hear different stories from people who are part of Vision Church. And so we have a very special opportunity tonight to have David and Annabelle Wilson, who have uh, become a part of our church, have just worked their way into our heart and have worked around the building. In fact, Annabelle serves as our bookkeeper, and David is my sidekick on doing plumbing (laughs) jobs and electrical jobs and cutting down trees. Whenever something needs to be done around here, the guys at the church get together and David inevitably is there. So um, they've just become a part, very important part of our hearts here at Vision Church. And so uh, as, as the Lord has put that on my heart to ask that question, you know, to lay out a number of questions to the members of the congregation to, to, to really consider what is the story that God is telling with their life. We want to lay this out. We've talked about the, the prologue and the epilogue That's God's first word and God's final word. But in between, he's writing something in our lives, and it is a message to a lost world. It's a message to a world that's being saved. It's a message of encouragement to them. It's also a message to a world that we've never seen yet, which is the unseen realm. Paul describes for us that there is this unseen realm, this higher dimension, that they're watching things happen in our life that explain to them and reveal to them the wonders of the grace of God. And it causes angels to rejoice. They rejoice when people are born again. 
They rejoice when sinners come back home. And so they're watching all of this. And I, I think it would be a little more exciting. I think life's just a little bit more exciting if you think, or scary, <laughs> if you think about there are a lot of eyes watching us. First of all, God's eyes. There are the eyes of angels, unseen realm beings that God has created. Then there are children who are watching us. There are friends who are watching us. There are people who are not born again and are wondering. They're picking up a difference here, and they're wondering what it is. It has their curiosity up. And then there's church people who are watching us, and some of us have been watching you, and we've not had an opportunity to sit down with you and say, so what's your story? So tonight we get the opportunity because uh, it is night while we're recording this, even though it's Sunday morning while we're watching it together <laughs> the first time. Yeah. And so we get to find out your story. And so as we talk about your story, I've asked you to think about your overall family situation and, and begin to answer that question of your family history. Were your, was your family a people of faith? Were you barely in church, never in church. Uh, so what's, what's going on there and what's going on in that family background? Because every one of us start, we have our start somewhere on the earth and very often it has something to do with a family dynamic. So uh, I'm, I'm looking at David first. I'm going to let him kind of step out there because I know there's some things that kind of all fit together when it comes to your family. Yes. Um, my first exposure was when my mom, I was raised by my grandmother, grandfather, and my mom. My real dad left when we were young, so I was being raised by my mom and grandparents. And then when I was about eight years old, my mom started dating, and that was my first exposure to the church, other than Bible school. Um, and they got married when I was eight years old, and we were in the Church of God at that time. Mm -hmm. And my dad was... He was brought up in that church, so he was a member of the church. His mother was there, a member of the church. And a lot of the family, that family, his side, was part of the church. So I was, at that point, brought up in the church. I was exposed to everything. Right. And, and when it, you say your dad, you talk about your uh, your father who adopted you, who was your stepfather. Yes, he's my That's dad. who you call dad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I never knew my... I knew him as my father, not my dad. So my okay. stepdad or my... Adopted dad was my dad. Okay. So, you know, we came mostly, you know, Bible school was Baptist. So it was kind of different. We went to a Pentecostal, from Baptist to Pentecostal. Well, that was a shock <laughs> the first time we went there. So your whole family went from a Baptist church to a... Well, my grandmother was Baptist. Oh, okay. You know, they were okay. Southern Baptist. That's the way they were raised. And the little town we lived in had a Baptist church. So that was my exposure to the church. And then when they got married, it when I was eight, went to the Church of God, seen a whole different side of, you know, the church mm -hmm. stuff that I'm probably I would imagine it probably scared me at first, but then I started to understand a little bit more, and then later we now did they swing from the chandeliers? <laughs> no. Did they roll on the floor and lose all the hairpins out of their hair and curlers out of their hair? No. 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 no? What what was what was one of the startling things you picked up on or I think different the things? First time was, and I still remember her name to this day when she just broke out during one of the sermons speaking in tongues. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to expect. I think I actually got down in the floor 
<laughs> I was kind of scared at that point. Like, so what's going on here? Okay. Well, then my dad later took me aside and explained it to me. Okay. So it wasn't that uncommon after that. All right. So just needed a little explaining. Yeah, needs some little explaining. <laughs> yeah. So we went from Church of God to Assembly of God. Actually, we started okay. the Royal Ranger Group. Okay. In the Church of God, it was already in the Assembly of God. But my dad was friends with the commander on the Assembly of God, so he started in the Church of God. And then we left from, once he got it started there, we left and went to the Assembly of God. Okay. Now, by the way, some people might have picked up on the idea, it's hard for us to admit, those of us who have transplanted to Texas, but you're not from around here. <laughs> Where are you originally from? Illinois. Illinois. Central okay. Illinois. It's not Illinois. No. It's the Illinois. Noise left. The S. The noise left. <laughs> the noise That's, left. People from <laughs> Illinois, they come up with things like that to explain it. Okay. Yeah. So the town, little town in Illinois yeah, was? About 8,000 people. Clinton. Clinton, Illinois. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And just recently, what, about a month ago, the church burned down. Oh, yeah. This is mm-hmm. a big Buried church, in. too. Big church. Church of God mm-hmm. Church or the Synagogue of God? Huge church. Well, I say huge for a town of eight yeah. thousand people. 8, it was a big church, and, and that's where y'all were married. Yes, yes we were married there. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So you were eight when you went to the church. Yeah, and you were married at what age? Twenty-seven. Okay. Oh, let's see my age. Okay, nineteen years later. <laughs> I was old. Yeah. Okay. Well, you didn't have to say that. <laughs> it's okay. Wow, full disclosure by yeah. Annabelle. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so let's pick that up. We have a we have a sense of. You were um, adopted by your the, the guy you call your dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was a Royal Ranger commander. He originally was in the Church of God Church, and then in the Assembly of God Church, mm-hmm. and that's where you were married. So you were you were brought up at least since you were eight around yes. the preaching of the gospel, the full expression of the Holy Spirit, yes. worshiping the Lord, being fanatical and really committed to the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> church camps, you kind of church camps, youth camps, all that stuff. Okay. So, Annabelle. Now you have the opposite. <laughs> and you are from Illinois. Yes, Winona, Illinois. Winona, Illinois. Population maybe 5,000. Okay. Or less. Not nearly the bustling metroplex bustling, of 8,000. No. Okay. no, he had stoplights, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just have to do this. There's an expression that she has that she got from her mother. <laughs> that we would call a, a heavy rainstorm a gully washer or a frog strangler. I've heard that. There are so many expressions for that. We've got to hear once more, at least the Winona, Illinois expression. Gut mopping. A gut mopping. A gut mopping. Okay. So <laughs> if it's raining real hard and she says that, Vision Church, you now understand a gut mopping, what that means, heavy downpour. Okay. So, so. I was raised, I remember going to church um, Presbyterian Church. I remember okay. going to we Sunday have that school. Call. Yes, yeah. we do. In Scottish. Uh, <laughs> my relatives are Scottish. Okay, there we on go. On both sides. Um, I remember going to Presbyterian Church to like Sunday school and like Christmas. We'd have Christmas plays and Easter and stuff like that. But when I was about, I'd say probably eight, we had some issues and it just ceased. Didn't We stopped going. Don't know why. Never asked. Never asked. Never no. know why. But around eight. Yeah, around eight. You started church. Mm-hmm. She stopped. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yep. All right. So, at what point did, did that I pick, pick it back, back up, up again? Twenty thirteen. 
Okay. A long time. So that was after you were eight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So approximately how many years? So I'm going to get in trouble because oh, I'm violating the math. protocol. Well, for <laughs> making you do, do math. math. And, and the she's the bookkeeper of the church and she's stressed <laughs> that I have her doing math. Okay. So approximately rough figures by decade. Is it 21? 21 years 21 between? Years. Yeah. Between. Um, to where I really picked it back up. Until you picked it back up. Yeah. So what precipitated, what brought about this picking it back up? A good friend of mine, Paula, who you've met, okay. she asked me if I wanted to go to church with her. So I went with her to Church on the Move and listened to... Billy Will Joe Doherty in... Um, is that right? No. 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 Um, Willie George. Willie George. Okay. Yes. Gospel Bill. Exactly. Gospel Bill for yes. some of you. Okay. And... He just, the way he explained stuff, it just, I could understand it. So okay. that kept me going. Plus fellowship with her, that was important to us. Okay. And so I picked it up and asked him to go, because he wasn't going to church at the time. And Okay, I have to press the pause here. <laughs> okay. Now, we're not interested in putting anybody under the bus, but this is your story. So I'm really curious about, you were eight, y'all married when you were... 27. 27. So about, so between 27 and... So 1987, we were married. Yeah. Okay. So, so probably in 27, we were both in the military. Yeah. That's oh, where okay. we met. Uh -huh. In the Army. In the Army. And, you know, yes, they're a good bunch of people, but they can get out of hand. You know, you, know, <laughs> you can just imagine the things that happen in the Army. And I, I thought a, it was only in the Navy. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I wish and grocery store stalkers. <laughs> yeah. Those were the only two things I could vouch for. But not because I was in the Navy. My dad was. But, but I kind of got away from the church. You, okay. know, you get with the wrong crowd. Yeah. And my whole story, and I always, every time she'd ask me, I said, I won't yeah. go back till mm -hmm. I can commit to this 100%. Because and I, I felt like I'd go back, fall back. You know, and just it just kept going on like that. I said, I can't be like this. It can't be like this. That's and, great honesty. So you yeah. felt like the dynamic was, I really can't do this Commit. thing 100% right. while I'm in the Army. I didn't think so. Okay. I ain't knowing what I know now. It was your prevailing yes. idea. I was young, yeah. and I didn't know. But now I know that I could have. I obviously didn't want to. Okay. So... Well, that's some honesty in the story. <laughs> That's good. Honesty in the story yeah. is really good. But I figured, you know, when I could go back and commit 100%, you know, that's when I would get back in the church. And I never okay. understood that until we came here. Okay. So you're in Tulsa, mm -hmm. and you're going to church with Gospel oh, Bill, yeah. Willie, George, Willie George, and he is a great explainer. Mm -hmm. And he's been doing children's ministry for so long. long it's made him effective with adults. Somebody yeah. once told me uh, this thing. They said, adults will look, kids will look at you like they're not paying attention. And they're listening to every word you're saying and taking it in. Adults will look at you like they're paying great attention. And they're not hearing a word that you say. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's and so he he's learned how to capture the attention and uh, mm -hmm. imagination of kids, and so that's great we training were, yeah. to take kids trapped in adult bodies yeah. 
and help them out. So, yeah. so that's great. That that, so the Lord led you, obviously, through a friend's invitation yeah. into that environment where you would, you who had been basically out of church since you were eight. Yeah. Well, I had gone to church right? actually before I went to that church. Okay. I don't remember what year even. Okay. Probably seven years before that, I went another friend in the army. Okay. Asked if I wanted to go to church, so I went to church with him and started going. Small church, about the size of this. Okay. And uh, the pastor came up, and he was, I don't remember, you know, understanding it as well as I did on Church on the Move, but there was something, because I kept going, and then the pastor came and asked if we wanted to be baptized. And I didn't know if I had ever been baptized, because I was so young when I left the first time. So I got baptized at the small church out in Oklahoma. Okay. So you made your profession of faith? Yes. And you were born again sometime in a year. Do you, do you have a sense of the year? Probably. Let's see. I started church on the move in 2013, so probably seven years before that, maybe 10 years. Yeah. So okay. 2003. Okay. Wow. Yeah. But, but you... I don't feel that I did 100%. Okay. And that's the difference. And you also did you also feel, in all fairness, that um, because there's one thing to be born again, it's another thing to develop in your faith right. and becoming a fully devoted follower of Jesus. No, I don't think I've done that until I came here. Wow. Well, we don't want to get too far ahead but... of the story. So, <laughs> so, so um, okay. So, uh, you were baptized in water about two thousand and three. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes to baptism in water, um, in fact, David's been helping me with the plumbing of the new baptismal system. So uh, later, after this video presentation, he's going to be uh, in the baptismal system that uh, we've worked on together. So he will be the second person baptized mm -hmm. in this building in that new concept, but it's a little bit better, new and improved. Now, that doesn't mean the other baptisms weren't effective. Because we do have a number of people in the congregation <laughs> that have been baptized in the Trevino pool. pool. So, That's what I so heard. Yeah. We, we do that too. And so we thank God for the Trevinos for the mm -hmm. pool. So, um, so let's go tag back into this idea that uh, uh, when you were a kid, you were in Royal Rangers and mm -hmm. your dad was teaching Royal Rangers and you were there and then you were married in the Assembly of God Church and you got in the army. You met in the army. Yes. You got married in Clinton, Illinois, in mm -hmm. the Assemblies of God Church. Right. And uh, but when it comes to the issue of, it's obvious that you you have a strong sense of what it means to be committed, mm -hmm. utterly and totally committed. And so, in the area of the baptism in water, uh, when were you first baptized in water, and what did, what was going on there? What kind of significance did that have for you then? I don't recall. I just know it's kind of confusing, you know, being brought up in the church because when we were kids, we used to play in it. <laughs> and I hate to say this, but we used to play in it. So it didn't to be anything. really baptized, I can't remember because we played in it so much. You know, it's like, I don't really know that I was officially baptized. And that's why I'm looking forward to. So you have memories of a baptismal tank but you don't remember if it was directly connected to ba actual baptism? No. Okay. I don't. I mean, you know, because we were young. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we used to play in the church, and that was just part of it. That was a good place for hide and seek. 
Bad All right. Boy. <laughs> I think he was just a boy. Yeah, well, Dad, that's probably true. Dad didn't know. <laughs> oh, he would have okay, sure <laughs> So, um, so off you go. You're married. You're in the army, mm-hmm. and you're not in church, but she's in church. Now, do you go to church with her at church on the move with Willie no. George? Mm-hmm. No. I, no. I always had a bad feeling when it came to these mega churches. Okay. I wanted a small church. For I don't know what it is. But you were from a big church in Clinton, Illinois. Well, <laughs> I say big. You know, it, it was big, but not like not that like church. Not like that. Yeah. Okay. That thing is huge. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, you know, I didn't. I just like her. I didn't get away from God totally. You know, on Sundays I'd get up early and watch Kenneth Copeland. Mm. He was my go-to guy every okay. Sunday on TV because my grandma. Loved Kenneth Copeland okay. and Jimmy Swagger. I used to watch him all the time. Okay, you know, so I didn't get away from it totally. I just didn't go to church. Okay, so physically. Now, let, let this make, this leads us to a great question because I'm not here to knock. I'm certainly not here to knock the use of media to go out over the airwaves so people mm-hmm. can obviously hear and see. Yeah. I'm for that, but. Um, and we're not interested in, in throwing anybody under the bus or, or anything. But um, what chief difference do you see between connecting with an online or uh, media ministry, mm-hmm. like uh, Jimmy Swaggart, and, uh, and there are people who watch two programs and three programs on Sunday morning, then come here for church. Mm-hmm. No. Then they go home and watch more. Mm-hmm. So they are just... Just loving it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do you see as like one of the critical differences or what was going on in your life so that you would you would watch gospel preaching and connect with some of the same things of your childhood and the expressions of the gospel and working with the Holy Spirit and so on and so forth, and yet not go to church? Well, I think it, it made me feel close to God. Because okay. by my you know, I was raised by my grandmother and she was not outwardly really religious, but she was. Mm-hmm. And she that was her life. And I learned from her, just like I've told Annabelle, I thank God for everything, mm-hmm. no matter how insignificant it is. And I felt that when I watched it on TV, but you don't get the interaction with the people if you if you just watch it on TV. Right. There's yeah, no people. That's and that's a big difference there. Okay. What, they, what's the chief difference? Well, you know, for one, coming here, you know, nobody knew who we were. But I remember the first day I walked here, mm-hmm. walked in here, they still remembered my name yep. from meeting. They knew my name. You know, we were just accepted as one of the people that go here. No different. You know, we fell into place doing the things we like to do, and that's yes. serve. Mm-hmm. We learned that in the military. We serve. Yes. <laughs> that's what we like <laughs> to do. That's a good thing. Yeah. That's excellent. And, you know, it's just, I, I, I can't explain it. It's just, there's, it's better physically to come here than it is to watch it on TV. And it's the same with the mega church. I mean, Church on the Move was great, but I didn't feel like I was connecting so okay. much with people as I do here. Okay. And I think the mega, I mean, they kept, you know, they get small groups and stuff like that, but I never right. felt... Um, it didn't feel like family. Okay, didn't feel I like didn't family. I didn't connect like I didn't connect 
that right. much with people. So it's one thing to hear truth, have things explained, be connected to the gospel, have good teaching, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but to have the place where people know your name, mm -hmm. miss you when you're gone, mm -hmm. yes, um, and you can do life with, yes, and uh, and feel like they simply receive you for and accept you, you yes. for who you are. I never felt. For yeah. who you are, yeah, okay. Now, I, Paula yeah. does, I think, with Church on the Move. That's yeah. her. That's her church. Okay. You know, this is the type. So of I think people it's for different different people. Yeah, that we were. I ways. was brought up and raised with, and I felt comfortable. I want to be around this type of people. I want. I want to be like this. Okay. You know, and there's people I see here that I say, you know, I want to be like that. Mm -hmm. And it helps. Yes. Wait a minute. <laughs> you want to be like people at Vision Church? Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we won't shout Several their names, names out right now. We'll keep that private. You may or may not know who you are, but uh, there's they have their eye on you. Okay. Well, it inspired me because they're just like me. They're no they're no better than me. They're no less than me. They're just like me. Okay. So you fit. I fit. Yes. Yeah, you fit. Yeah. Um, okay. So now this we're we're getting ready. And this can kind of serve two purposes because we all also get to hear um, why you are going to be baptized in water. What does that mean to you? Well, it's to me, it's a part of that 100% commitment. It's that commitment that I've said that I won't go back until I can do. So that'll make me, that's that fulfills part of that. You know, and I know that I'm a new person from that point. Mm -hmm. So I am I am what I strive to be at that point, that new person. Excellent. A major, major commitment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So um, now there are, um, uh, you, I think, shared or have some remind, uh, remembers. I don't think we maybe adequately covered about when you were baptized in water. As far as? When, oh, when and small where church. that was? Uh, in small church in Oklahoma. I don't even remember yeah. what the denomination was. Okay. But you made a profession what, of faith and you were baptized in water. Yes. Okay. All right. Now, um, before we get to the finale, the, finale <laughs> the grand finale, it's kind of like the fireworks show <laughs> where you have this the music playing and then at the end it's like, wow, if that, we thought the other was fireworks. This is fireworks. Okay. So. Now I've got you all built up, and Annabelle's concerned that somehow she didn't let us down or something. She's, I know I you am. did this to me, didn't you? You sat me there. Okay. So, is there anything else that just kind of, as we ask these questions, and as I kind of warned you beforehand and prepped you beforehand that we have an interview, that uh, there, there's just something that just seemed to, you seem to connect with, uh, or just wanted to kind of bring out what the Lord's been uh, doing in your life, or what's been What's been going well, like on I in said, your Christian experience? I felt the Lord in my life. I mean, since I was a little kid. Um, okay. I remember, well, the issue that came about when I was eight and we stopped going to church, the issue was my parents started to drink. First my dad, and he'd go out to bars, and then my mom would sit at the house and drink. Mm. And so I remember as a kid, laying in bed at night, praying to God, several nights a week that my dad would make it home mm. would drive because my bedroom my me and my sister's bedroom was right by the driveway 
and I'd wait till I hear him pull in and then I could go to sleep. But I just remember that after I'd pray, I'd feel comfort, but you still were worried. Wow. I was worried he wouldn't make it home or wow. he would hurt someone. And I just So something happened in mom and dad's life that maybe you know or maybe you don't know, and that that knocked them out of church. Yeah. And that had them self medicating. Oh yeah. Bad. Bad. To where my mom had cirrhosis of the liver. Um, and she ended up in the hospital, and then um, they gave her blood transfusions, and then um, after that, she quit cold turkey and didn't drink again, and my father also. And we had him for probably, my dad, about another 10 years, and then he passed away, and then my mom after that. But. Wow. And so that time that you were around the church, mm -hmm there was some after effects, there had been some impact upon your life, that you just had a sense that there was a connection, that the that maybe the Lord was leading you, was talking in your life. Didn't sound overwhelmingly clear, yeah. but it, it definitely seemed to affect your life. Yeah. And the Even other though thing they was, stopped at eight. Yeah, the other thing was my grandmother, who I'm, I'm named after, she was a Bible school teacher. Oh, wow. And I received her Bible um, after my mom passed away. Yeah. I keep it with me all the time. Now, was she a Presbyterian Bible school teacher? I don't, or don't know. know. I'd have to look in the oh, Bible we'll have to and check see. It Sorry. Out. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to check it out. Who, you know, that's the neat thing is that there's these things in people's stories. There's things like this in people's families that they're like just one generation away mm -hmm. from somebody who is a prayer warrior, somebody who walks with God, somebody who really knows the Lord. And that's a sobering idea that it only takes a hiccup. Yeah. And then the next generation is immediately separated from it. Mm -hmm. But then there's this, this vestige, there's this contact, this connection where the Lord uh, does some interesting things in your yes. story. Then he sent us some people. Then he sends people. <laughs> Okay, so that gives us a segue into the grand finale. And so the big question is, how did David and Annabelle Wilson, residents of Lake Worth, find their way to Vision Church? All right. You want to start or you want to? <laughs> no, no. It's, he can. And I think this was, this, this is what it, this, this is when I knew that it was that time to get back to it. So I'm at work one day. Actually, it was a, well, I don't know. I'm assuming it was a Friday. And I went out back to look at, look for some stuff. And I was out there by myself. And I was up on a ladder trying to find some stuff. And I heard this voice say, listen, David. And I turned around expecting to see somebody behind me. And there wasn't nobody there. So I blew it off. Oh, wow. I blew it off totally. I think I told, I don't even think mm -hmm. I told you, did you told I, that day? Mm -hmm. okay. Not that day. No, I didn't tell you until after when, what happened yeah, next after, day. Yeah. <laughs> you and Tasha showed up at our house the next day when we were out there working in the flower beds. And I thought, you know what? This is what he was telling me to listen mm -hmm. to what was going to happen. And I just took that as, yeah. So on Friday... You heard a voice tell you, listen. Mm-hmm. all it said. And, on, and my name. That was it. And then on Saturday, 
around noon. Yeah. Two very rude people interrupted, <laughs> interrupted your gardening routine yeah. because uh, Tasha and I showed up walking up into your yard and interrupting your gardening, your landscaping. Yes. Best days yeah. of our life. Yeah. <laughs> it was. And that was a Saturday. Turned it around. Yeah. It Got was. It was the Saturday. What? It was before Easter. Saturday before Easter. Yeah. Because yeah. then David first... came in after you guys left and said that he wanted to. Yeah, I said let's attend. go. Let's go. That's when church. I told her what happened. And I thought, well, Lord just answered my prayer because I've been praying that since <laughs> 2013 for him to come to church. Wow. Yep. A long, several years of prayer. Mm -hmm. I knew you did, right? Yeah. And you guys showed up on uh, Easter Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I know Tasha and I remembered your name. Yep. Talked to, yeah. talk to you. And then, and then you showed up the next Sunday. <laughs> and then you told us you wouldn't be here the next Sunday because you were going to Oklahoma. I think. I think within the couple of weeks you said, we'll be back. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you've invited people and they do that, you say, oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't lie to us. <laughs> and then they came back. Yeah. And they came back. And they came back. So what has the Lord been doing in your lives since that time Two years ago, almost two years ago, Easter. Three years two ago, years Easter. Ago this Easter. We're coming up. The coming next up, Easter will be yeah. two years. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it's just drawing us closer. This the true mm. seekers, because you know, oh, we, didn't, yeah. we didn't first come to true seekers until I don't remember was a church one, and I didn't know what it was, mm -hmm. and we started going to true seekers. You know, which started reading the Bible more. A lot more. And then... Yeah. <laughs> and you did the Bible study. And then we and did the Bible really study where we started really in the good. first. Yeah, it's just... Which Bible study? The True Seekers, Genesis, Exodus? No, no, the one for the church where you had us read. read. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then I had you in organized and, reading and yes. then getting in groups sharing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. good. That was Because I'd never had opportunities to really Dig read something and give... What our interpretation mm -hmm. never, you know, it's always just listened to, and mm -hmm. so that was be, you, almost you came became part of it. You know, you're living it now. You know, because you have to stop and you have to really think about what you're reading, especially some of these. It, it depends on what version you're reading, but some of it you really have to think about. You know, what were they really meaning? Wow. So and so now you're. Applied to become members, David, you're going to be baptized because that's one of our requirements for membership. And besides that, it's not a requirement for you. It's a great desire yeah. of your heart to do. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to it. You, you just know it's part of the puzzle that the Lord has laid out for you. It's part of your story now. Yep. This is my story. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited and, for it. And becoming members. Annabelle's serving as a bookkeeper. And it's just neat as they come in with a, a servant heart and just both of them sitting there like sponges, just open and receiving to see things happening in your well, life. You gave us a hunger for the Word. Oh. The church did. Yeah. Mm. Well, like I said. And the research God. and I've never had anybody, even though teach, I was brought up in the yeah. church, teach it this way. Mm -hmm. Teach the Bible. And I can understand it now. Whereas before... 
I even, even I think if I was to go back now, I may understand a little bit more of what they were saying. But the way they used to put it out in church, it's hard to understand. Some pastors just don't have the skills, I don't think, to to break it down and make you understand. Hmm. And now I understand. I understand. <laughs> it is. It amazes us. Well, that's encouraging knowledge. up to us here. <laughs> awesome. Now, um, what we're going to do is, and in just a second, we're going to be done here with the grand finale. All the all the fireworks <laughs> just went off, and thank the Lord, um, just to feel His presence and His affirmation, to know that we get to be a part. We get to be a part of somebody's story. And some of us are sitting here right now, hearing this and watching this video, going, I who'd have thunk it? I had no idea. And this is the power of what happens when we share our story, where the Lord has been working in those ways in an eight-year-old girl and an eight-year-old young man in in church, and then find himself later in life coming back and saying, I kind of held out right for right or wrong because I didn't think I could be 100% devoted. But bless God, I'm ready to be 100% mm-hmm. devoted now. Mm-hmm. And so then the exciting thing is, man, what do you think the Lord's going to do? Yeah, I can't wait to see the rest with of the David story. and Annabelle <laughs> Wilson from here on out. Mm-hmm. One thing I think I've noticed, though, coming back to the church and being closer to God, good things happen. Yes. Good things. Oh, we yeah. can't explain it. Mm-hmm. Things that happen to us here. in our life, we can't explain. And you just have to say, it was God that did that. You have to say it. You just yep. you can't deny it. When you begin aligning with Him, isn't it amazing the blessings He said that they would come and hunt us down and find us and yep. jump on us? Yeah. I'm, I'm loosely mm-hmm. paraphrasing. <laughs> That's what happens when you align with the Lord. That His blessings which make rich and add no sorrow with them come upon your life. Which then also makes us go, why did I fiddle around all this time <laughs> yeah. until now? Let's not let condemnation come in the picture, but instead say, thank you, Lord, you're so good. You have pursued us and pursued us and pursued us. Mm-hmm. And I think he's kind of chased you down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. And, and you you guys allowed yourself to get caught. <laughs> <laughs> right? Thanks for helping us get caught. <laughs> hey, thank you for opening your heart and uh, walking through some fears and some uncomfortableness yeah. <laughs> and everything else, mm-hmm. okay? And uh, and kind of putting yourself out there because uh, that's a powerful thing. It, and it's going to be a powerful tool. I believe it's going to be a powerful tool in your life to be able to share your story mm-hmm. and, and, and have a person say, that can be me. That could happen in my life. Yeah. You think the Lord could do that? Yeah, yep. I do too. Yep, for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, David and Annabelle Wilson, thank you for sharing. We hope that you've been touched by God's grace. As you've listened to our podcast today, we'd love to hear your response via email. And the address is podcast at visionchurch.ag, podcast at visionchurch.ag. And if you're in the area and don't have a church home, we'd love for you to come and visit us personally. We're located at 4024 Dakota Trail in Lake Worth, Texas. We together have a vision, seeing Jesus for us, in us, and through us.